Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Every week we hop on a roller coaster, share laughter and tears on topics we might be ashamed to discuss. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamili Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hola! Oh my God, guys! Happy New Year 2020, 2020! Estamos aquí representando. We are back for another episode. Another new beauty is me. Guys, I'm so excited to be back on air with you guys. I'm here actually recording with the new microphone my husband got me. You know, he believes in my dreams. So, got this new mic. I hope it sounds good. I'll see when I edit it what's going on. But anyways, happy New Year's. I hope you guys really had an awesome holiday with your loved ones. I saw some folks had some Sala outfits. You know, I had my Sala outfit to go to Washington Heights and spend time with my family. Sala outfit means your living room outfit where you get all extra dressed up just to be in the living room with your family. It's tradition. It's what people do. People don't wear sweaters and Uggs and stuff and sweatsuits on the 31st. We get all extra dressed up to be at home. So, so some nice outfits, guys. You guys really did it up to turn in for 2020. Anywho, I am sure you are all tired of these 2020 vision and this is the new me, new you, whole schlep. Pero that happens every year. And to some folks, it brings them joy to start off the new year fresh. I mean, why not? It's a new month. It's a new year. It's a new decade. Yes. So I think what was monumental about ending this past decade was that so many people posted their stories. Celebrities posted like throwbacks, like the 10 year ago me versus the 2019 me, et cetera, et cetera. And some people really got up and close and personal and shared some stories. I know on my Instagram, I shared my 10-year journey and story. And when I was posting and writing and I looked back, I was like, wow, mija, you've been through some ish. You've been through some stuff, but you've been through some bad and you've been through some good. And I am so grateful for this journey and I'm so thankful that... The good, the bad, the ugly, I've encountered it, I've endured it, and I'm here, I'm here another day, I'm here another year, and I've survived. And so I hope that you guys took some time to reflect from your decade, from what happened 10 years ago to where you are now. You know, nothing in life is perfect, but you are being prepared for your destiny and your destination. You are being prepared, okay? So don't let the past and things that have happened get in the way of who you want to be, right? So this is why people get into like the 2020, the new year, January goals, et cetera, et cetera stuff, right? You know, I had to just put it out there that the topic for today is cancel my cycle. It's not my period, <laughs> though I wish sometimes, but cancel the cycle of our, every year we try to do something new, innovative, put out a goal, I'm going to do this and I'm going to achieve it and then what happens, right? So too much to start off the new year, but I want us 
to be open and receptive, right? That was like a little too much. Anyways, um, part of new year, new me is a desire to change something about ourselves. We start off the year, right? Going to the gym, buy new workout clothes, meal preppy, and then by February, we are starting to slow down. We file our income taxes, we save it, and we vow now to touch it, right? <laughs> I'm laughing because, you know, everybody got plans with the income tax checks. So March comes, and then the brunch invites begin, right? Then we got birthday invites. Everybody got a birthday sometime in the spring. It's like, Whatever decade you were born, whatever year you were born, everybody was just shacking up at the same time. <laughs> Anyways, you know, you forget that with those brunch invites and all those birthday invites that you made a goal for yourself to not drink, right? To eat better, to drink less, and to say no, right? To social activities and to spend less. Mm, yeah, that went out the window. Summertime comes and we decide to charge a trip on our credit card because we caught a serious case of FOMO. We saw everybody's postings. Oh my God, I'm going to go over here for vacation or we're planning here. Oh my God, why don't we go here? And you're looking at your pockets and you're cringing. You're like, but I told myself I didn't want to go nowhere. And then you're like, ah, forget it. Let me do this. So now that vicious cycle comes back again, right? <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm laughing at myself too, guys. I laugh at myself as well. <laughs> so it's the summer. We're spending that money. And now, now, right? Now fall is coming. So fall, when it's fall in the pit of our stomachs, we're like, espérate, hold up, hold up. Let me look at my coins in the pocket. Let me look at my bank account. What happened? We got holidays coming. We got holiday grab bags. We got, let's go here, let's go there. <laughs> I'm laughing because everybody got a present, right? So now you're like, what did I do? And then you think about your goals of keeping healthy and working out. And you're like, no, no, no. Them cookies is good, good, good for the soul. Good for me, good for everybody, right? <laughs> then you start feeling guilty. And then part of that guilt, you start talking yourself out of it. And you're like, YOLO, you only live once. This is my life and I'm going to live it to the best of my ability. I'm going to do this because what if tomorrow never happens, right? Okay. You might have some truth to that. Pero let's keep it real. Next time December 31st comes, you're like, no. December 31st is here. I see my chichos coming out. I'm going to go back to the gym. I'm going to stay committed. I'm not going to spend as much money. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and going to do this. Then you might not spend it in March. Maybe April comes, right? Maybe you don't book that summer vacation. You do local things, but all those local things add up because you were too busy all in those Saturday party brunch spots, right? Or you were busy doing other things, you know, great adventures or any other thing that kind of takes up money in the summer. Then again, fall comes back to school, back to school shopping. Then you got to get this, got to get that. And you're thinking, oh my God, I did it again. I did it to myself. <laughs> then again and again, and another year comes, and another year comes, and another year comes. And some years you're doing good. 
And some years you're just like, F it, F it. So why do we continue to let ourselves down and feel guilty? Why are we in that consistent, vicious cycle that we want to cancel? You see, we, as human beings, we show up for others and are consistent for others than we are for ourselves. Think about it. When you're a mom and you have a newborn baby, you're consistently there to make sure that you are feeding your child on time, to every two hours, every three hours, whatever, how many hours your baby eats, right? Your kid is in school. Consistently, you're making sure that after school, your child has a routine, that they come home, they have uh, snack time, reading time, homework time, bath time, whatever, family game board time, whatever like works in your family. Um, or, or Saturdays, it's a routine for you guys to do cleanings and this. Things that you consistently show up at your place of employment. You consistently show up as that employer that comes to work early or the employer who makes sure that they submit every report on time consistently or not on time consistently, you don't submit it on time. Listen, that's consistency, right? (laughs) That's part of consistency. Let's keep it real. But I'm just saying to everyone, you show up, but what about me? What about me? And I know that I am complete guilty of not showing up for me and showing up for everybody else. You tell me, Mina, we got something to do on such and such day, such and such time. And I'm an early bird. I will be there. You tell me to be there someplace at two o'clock. I'm there at 145. I'm there at 150. And sometimes even if you tell me two o'clock and I'm there at two o'clock, everybody else is late. I'm the only one that's always there on time. I don't know if I fit the check mark for melanin magic or Latina. That's a whole nother topic. But anyways, that's my stuff. But think about it. You showing up for everybody else, but what about you? So we do too much, right? We do too much. Think about everything that I just said. We do too much. And especially as moms, we overload our plates. Forget it. We do it. From the morning to the evening, it's checklist, 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 checklist for everyone else. And ours is much smaller. Consistently for everyone else, it's larger and we're checking those boxes and ours, they stay there open. So for a husband's check mark, check mark, right? Or sometimes not. I mean, depending if you got some marital issues, that's that's nothing else, right? <laughs> but for our kids, I know it's for our kids. Um mothers, some mothers, you know, are consistent. But when it comes for us taking care of ourselves, our personal goals, we tend to not give it too much importance. We don't. Why? Self-care. Self-care is not that important for us. And I know I'm guilty for it. I will deplete myself and overextend myself and forget about myself. Why? Hmm. Think about it. There are so many factors. Fear. Mm -hmm. Fear is one of them. Fear, as you may know, I already talked about it. It was like one of my topics. It was one of my hot topics. How you doing? Yes. Overloading our plates is another thing, as I've mentioned. And we tend to get overwhelmed. We want to do everything and everything and be super women, super moms, superheroes, men out there listening. And 
we don't take care of ourselves. It's called the practice of self-care. What is that? We don't do it. You get invited to brunch and because you don't want to disappoint someone, you don't want to say no to someone's activity or birthday or something, um, even though you're like on a cleanse, you're on a diet or your pockets are tight, sometimes we still say yes just to go and we'll be like, screw it, let me just charge it on the card and then I get paid next week. So you like talk yourself into it. You're like, all right, so the brunch is on Saturday, right? And I'm, I'm going to break it down to two scenarios. The brunch is on Saturday, right? And if I'm on a cleanse, maybe I don't drink, but I'm going to have like a salad. And then you get there and you're like, maybe I could have vodka with seltzer. There you go. You still drink. Now the next thing, your pockets. You're like, all right, brunch is about like, let's just say $40. I get paid next week. So I could go because technically I get paid and I'll just pay it back. And then that statement comes and you don't pay it back. You see what I'm talking about? But will be easier to give an invite for that and accept an invite for that instead of something for us. So if you are taking doing a goal to take care of yourself, whether it's financially, spiritually, emotionally, physically, whatever it is, share that goal with someone else. You know, so if someone invites you to a brunch spot and your goal for the year is to save money, perhaps you say, hey, sweetie, you know, I... Um, you know, I've got goals right now. I'm trying to buy a house or I'm trying to pay off my debt. I can't meet you for brunch, but I can meet you at Starbucks for coffee. Starbucks is, you know, Starbucks is a little expensive, but it's not as much that compared to brunch. Or um, if it's because you want to stay healthy and you don't want the temptations of eating, maybe you can ask that person, hey, meet me up for a spa day where you don't have that temptation, but you're still taking care of yourself. Now, if you want to keep up with your fitness goals and work on loving you first, find the fitness activity that you love and maybe invite someone over to it. Like, I know I love Zumba. So when I'm in the mood for Zumba, and unfortunately, Zumba so far, so when I'm in the mood, when it's warmer, when it's the cold months, it's really hard for me to get up all the way to the Bronx to get to Zumba. Love you, Allison. Your Zumba classes are the bomb. It's just a lot. It's a lot waking up on a Saturday morning for me. But I, I love it, you know. And when I'm, I'm in the mood, I'll invite someone for that fitness activity to join me in that goal because it's what feels good for me. You want to stay on track with whatever it is to be a little bit healthier. Your knees are hurting. We getting old. You, you know what, sidebar, you know you getting old when your conversations with people talk about your ailments. Yes co-workers, with random, you know, people you just talk to, your friends, and you'll be like, girl, what you drinking for your knees? Turmeric and glucosamine? Yeah, you know you can't Oh, You know you can't know. But anyways, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So, Shanti posted something a few days ago that was so poignant. And it was more poignant for me because, you know, a sister girl shared how she loved food. Like, love, love food. And my love for food is, like, different because I can eat healthy. And then when I fall off the wagon, like, like I fell off, like, completely. Like, just, like, boom. Se fue. Adios. Hey. <laughs> Where's Jamili? She's gone. She's gone. And that's because I'm like, oh, but I, I I ate that bagel yesterday, so I'm going to eat it again. 
because that bagel was real good. And I ate that cookie yesterday, and there's more cookies. So I'm going to just eat it because I ate it yesterday, so I'm going to continue to eat it today. So that's just, that's my struggle. And I know that's something I'm working on and I've been working on. And I've had a new shift with this decade, and we'll get into that. But he said something that was so poignant. And he talked about, like, if you're struggling with eating habits, etc., he said refuse strict diets. He said you have to learn about food, food in general, what food does for your body. Follow the 80-20 rule. 80% eating real good, real good. 20% is fitness. So don't beat yourself over thinking that you have to go to the gym 500 hours a week, but what you're putting in your body is really harming you. And that's my thing. If you if you see my Instagram posts, I'll go hard working out. And I'll go hard eating too. <laughs> so my rule is like a 50-50 rule. <laughs> Maybe like a 60-40. Just saying. But the role has to reverse. You have to learn to love it in a different way. Um, when I think about mindful meditation, well, just going back really quickly to Shanti. So he said that, and he also said this is why he will never give up his Donut Fridays because his Donut Fridays are important for him. He will bust his behind the whole week, eat right the whole week, intermittent fasting, everything that he's doing, work out like never before. You've seen his body. He is ripped with a T. Well, his workout, one of them is ripped. Anyways, um, but he enjoys his donuts on Fridays, and that's amazing because you should want to work towards something and be okay and not feel guilty all the time and fall into this pattern. You have to do what works for you. Like I said before, I love food. I love, love food. Love it. Love it. Love, love it. But this year, I decided to, I do a, a, a detox every year. It's called the Ultimate Reset. And so, sorry, I sound stuffy because I'm still trying to get over this cold thing that I have. But this ultimate reset really kind of recalibrates your system, your organs, and alkalines your body. You're not starving at all. Um, you're eating foods. You're eating grains. You're eating nuts. You're eating fruits. You're eating vegetables. But it's teaching you to cook. You cook a lot. It's exhausting sometimes. Sometimes you're like mad in the kitchen, like, damn, I got to prepare this food before I eat and I'm hungry. But it teaches you to eat look at food, look at the menu, look at portions and appreciate. And it's interesting that with those foods, I'm full. Like yesterday's meal, I couldn't even finish my stir fried veggies because I was full. And I think the quinoa had me full. And I want to continue to learn and appreciate foods in a different way and not in the way I was taught and how I was managing my emotions. Um, and looking at this detox and what I'm doing, I decided not to get on a scale. I decided to not take before and after pics because I'm super competitive and I'm the type who'll be like, all right, I'm gonna take this picture and I'm gonna get on this scale. And if I didn't drop two pounds, three pounds, four pounds, six pounds, then I get mad at myself and I get really upset at myself. And then I say not nice things to myself. Cause I'm like, sigue, sigue Yamili. Oh, you didn't do this right. Oh, you didn't do this. All this, all this, all that. I don't want to do that. I'm not doing it for my personal clout, if you will. I'm doing this for really internally for me. And that for me is poignant in starting this decade to cancel my cycle, my vicious cycle when it comes to food and what I look at as food because I 
it's hard for me. I ju- like I said, I jump off that roller coaster and then I try to jump back in. And it's hard for me to jump back in. And this time I want to be like, oh, I kind of tripped over that roller coaster and I'm back on. And not feel guilty about it, not beat myself over it, and really learn about foods and be like, okay, I'm full. I don't need any more. I don't, it's okay for me to say no. It's okay for me to um, go to an activity. I have an activity on actually on towards the end of this month where I text my friends. I was like, hey, I'm going to your house. No offense, but I'm bringing my own food. I'm on a detox cleanse. And they were so supportive. They text back like, so what's the menu for that day? Maybe we can eat it. And I looked at the menu. I was like, damn, they don't want to eat no leeks that day. That day is like closer to the end of the 21 day. They don't want them leeks. But so I was like, no, y'all good. Make your own food. (laughs) I'll bring my own food. And we're good. But be open and honest with people and share your goals, share what you want, right? Now, when we think about, right, when we think about finances, so last year, I started this journey with uh, Dave Ramsey, and my husband gifted me for Christmas Financial Peace University because I was in, talk about cycle, real cycle, financial cycle, where I never really, I, at one point I had really bad credit and that was because, um, I was with my son's father at that time and he had lost his job due to a car accident. I was the only sole income paying rent, paying things. I could not keep up on my credit cards because other things were a priority. And so my credit, you know, my credit score went down. I got it back up. And to me, that was important. It was always so much more important to pay all my debts first that I always forgot about myself. When I'm telling you I've had budget spreadsheets, met with financial gurus, people to sit down and explain to me up until even this Financial Peace University to really kind of get knowledge on money and what money means and um, my own perception of money. It's deeper than that. And so with this Financial Peace University and the course that I did, um, I didn't want to do it online because I knew myself if I did it online, I wasn't going to complete it. So I decided to go and do it live on Mondays. And it was a really great experience. And so from there, I was able to pay off all my credit cards. Woohoo! Super amazing, right? Happy, excited, paid all of it off. Now, my next goal was to pay off my student loans. I got cocky. I was like, no, summer's here. Yay. I don't want to pay off the rest of my school loans yet because summer's here and I want to spend my money. And that's what I did. Yay. Did you put anything much in savings? No, Jamili. Okay. Back to school shopping comes. Oh, woo. Yay. Here you go. You spend it from your own cash. Mm, okay. Christmas comes, holidays, all the food shopping you got to do. Everything was paid for cash, no credit cards. I did get a Kohl's credit card, but I paid it the same day. I know Dave Ramsey don't want you getting no store credit cards, but them 30% off, it works. It works. Anyways, but I have zero credit card debt. But I wasn't paying myself. Like Dave Ramsey said, you pay yourself first. And I was not paying myself first. And that is my cycle. That's my cycle that I was so worried about having debt and, and this and that. And I wasn't worried about my other goals. And so... I saw myself getting back into this pattern. So, yeah, January came. Yay, new you, new me. 
looked at my finances, looked at my budget, and I was like, all right, you got to start restructuring and reorganizing. How are you going to now kill off your school loan debt? Because that's your next other debt that you have to get rid of. And not get cocky with it and be like, oh, but it's not the credit cards. It really doesn't affect your credit score like that. No, I have to do things and what my goals are for me. And so we have to stick to it because I continue to show up for everyone else, but I'm not showing up for myself. And that was important for me, right? So this is the cycle that we continue to get caught up in is that we get comfortable with something. We'll do something short term and then we fall back. We do something short term and then we fall back. And so what I've learned is that in canceling our cycle and finding the beauty in canceling our cycle is doing the work within ourselves. You got to find which cycle you need to cancel, whether that's food, that's um, finances, that's dating people who um, continually like abuse you or are not good for you or whatever, um, or borrowing from Peter to pay Paul or trying to keep up with the Joneses, whatever that cycle is, you have to first stop and recognize what that cycle is and why you're doing it. That's the first thing. The next thing you have to do is you have to pray and meditate on it. You have to sit with those emotions and those feelings. And I know I I keep talking about it, but you don't know how important that is. And you have to ask yourself, why do I continue to do this? Why is this so much deep rooted for me? And for me, when it comes to finances, it, it, trickled back down to my childhood and and poverty. And so I had to work at a younger age and I had to pay for my own stuff. Though my parents always told me to save, I felt like I, I needed the money that I had now to do what I had to do for now. I never thought about the future because I needed it now. I had to pay for the rent now. I had to do for this now because I was dependent that the next check was coming and that the next check was coming and that the next check was coming. And Jamili wasn't doing for her, not having anything in reservoir, maybe a little bit here, a little bit there, but not as much as if a crisis came about because I was so dependent on the here and now. And that cycle has to be canceled because it's not working and it hasn't worked all these years. And I had to sit with those emotions and even did, um, a 20-day Deepak Chopra meditation on it, on what is my attachment and what, what are my feelings attached to money. And so I had to do some inner workings towards that, right? When it comes to food, what is that? Why are you eating? What are you eating? What emotions are you masking and covering? You know, I was honest. My mother and I had passed away, and I know that. That's when I ballooned. I was like, hey, I'm just going to get everything because I feel sad. I was honest about it. Was it good for me physically? No, I didn't feel good physically and emotionally. But for me, that's what I was used to because there's plenty of times in my childhood where I felt alone and I ate. That was my comfort. And food was, is a comfort in my family. And so when we want to break the cycle of things, we have to first find what that emotion is, journal about it, pray about it, meditate on it, whatever it is that you believe in, and be gentle with yourself and say, you know what? I messed up this month with my budget. I messed up this day or this week with my eating or damn it, I text that ex and I should have never texted. Be gentle with yourself and say, it's okay. I will start back the next day. 
but show up the next day and be about your word. Don't be inconsistent about it because when you're inconsistent, again, you're back to that inconsistency cycle, right? So be consistent with the thought of being consistent. Show up for you. You always show up for others and now it's time for you to show up for you. Break the chains holding you back. Set yourself free and just show up. Be you. Be okay. Whether you come in your birthday suit or whatever, just show up. Treat yourself as you treat others. And I hope that's nice. I pray. Fingers crossed. Okay? So I know I shared a lot with you guys and I know this was like overloading, but I felt like it was important because we enter the new year with a mindset and some people I see it with postings, oh, I'm tired of seeing new me, new you, I don't want to see this, I don't want to see that. But for some people it's important and it's not about new me, new you, it's about let's start off this new decade canceling this cycle that you are not consistent with. Meet your goals. Do what you say you're going to do. And so I'm going to challenge you guys. Yes, I'm challenging you guys. I need for every listener, and I need you guys to repost this episode to everyone. I need you guys to start off this new decade, new month, new week, everything. With one goal, you're going to email me. You're going to email me one, one, only one goal that you want to crush this year, just one. And my email is at info at IamBeauteousMe.com. Info at I-A-M-B-E-A-U-T-E-O-U-S-M-E.com. Just one goal so that we can keep each other accountable. I don't want you giving 10 goals because when you do 10 goals, 5 goals, even a few goals, we start half-assing it because, again, we're overloading our plate. Just one goal. Just one goal that you're going to commit to yourself and do it. So I'm going to leave you guys with a quote because you guys know I like to leave you guys with a little quote, quote. And this is from somebody very handsome. Yes. So success isn't always about greatness. It's about consistency. Consistent hard work leads to success. Greatness will come. Dwayne Johnson. Until next time, my beautiful people. Beauty is me. Thanks for listening to the Beauteous Me podcast. Please be sure to download new episodes every week and send us your girl, what were you thinking or asking for friend stories to info at IamBeauteousMe.com. All entries remain anonymous. Also, don't, 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 don't forget to rate, review, and hit the subscribe button now.